0: barriers. Now, um, let me get Jeremiah 2329 amplified version. Um, Let me just recapitulate just for a moment. Then we'll add some new information. Um, We've been talking about this for a while. And sometimes, and the reason why 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 I do review, excuse me, is because I know that learning is repetitious. So you didn't learn everything there is to know about arithmetic in the first two sessions. You didn't learn everything about English, the English dialect in the first two classes, first four weeks of school. So we have to understand that learning is repetitive. So in order for this to get into your spirit, there are times where I would back up, then add to. Amen. This is how God deals with me. Again, I'm a teacher. Uh, I, I have no desire to what we call hoop or preach. That's not me. God bless. I have friends who can Treat somebody out of out of their shoes, but I'm I'm a teacher. That that's my vein. That's why I like to flow. Amen. So, uh uh, d- do you want me to hoop, hoop, hoop? There you go, hoop. So 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 I'm a teacher. So I'm going to teach. Amen. So but I but 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 I, I promise you this: you will not be bored. Amen. You will get something out of it. Amen. Y- y'all can sit down. I Man, y'all just amen. That, y'all want point though? Yes, yeah, sit down. Yeah, making me nervous. Glory to God. Yeah, we okay. Amen. God is good. So, so, so I I I want to read this verse, and it talks about that stubborn mindset, uh, and the reason why he why does he keep going back and forth? Because he knows that if I got 15 years of the wrong type of thinking deeply embedded in me, it would take more than four sessions, four 45-minute sessions. To uproot fifteen twenty five, ten, one year of the wrong type of thinking, so and I 'm saying that to say so when you are not in our presence, you have to take it upon yourselves to study the word of God that 's why it 's good to take notes so after finish taking notes or after service, I can go back and do like those of Berea and study to make sure that what he taught what she taught is from the word of God and something else that's important one of the very first things you need to do after you receive Jesus Christ will you say this one of the very first things I need to do after having receiving Jesus as my Lord and Savior is begin the process the lifelong process the forever continuing process the never ending process of renewing my mind that's not going to stop so the only way the metamorphosis, the only way, the only way you will go from a caterpillar into uh, that beautiful butterfly, you have to continue the process of renewing my mind. What do you mean? I have to continually gather information, that which God has said, in order to uproot wrong type of thinking. Only then will the change take place. And only then will I change direction. A good example of that is when you see people who may have certain habits or tendencies and they get saved and they still do those things. Well, it's not always that they're not saved. Some people just fail to renew their mind. So they still talk crazy, still act crazy, still go to some of the same places and not to evangelize but to still participate in foolery. The reason being for a lot of people is because they fail to renew their mind. Pastor can't do it for you. You have to be aggressive in hearing this word. And let me say this. Your flesh doesn't get saved. Your flesh won't get saved. Your flesh can't get saved. What got saved was the spirit, the real you. And this flesh, matter of fact, your flesh is enmity with God. It it hates the very things of God. That's why when you're riding, your flesh would rather hear some hip hop, hip it to the, hip it to the, okay. Or, or your flesh may want to hear, so, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with a little uh, whatever. But, but, but that spirit man yearns, you know, you need to put some word in. Not that the, the music will send you to hell, but do I need to listen to this right now? what I'm believing God for, I need to hear something that's going to stimulate action. Are you with me? So let's read this. Is not my word like fire that consumes all that cannot endure the test, says the Lord. And like a hammer, my word is like a hammer that breaks in pieces the rock Of the most stubborn resistance. So that mindset. is That just bent on my way. This is the way I've always done it. No this is what mama said. This is what daddy said. Well the only way I would change. Or move beyond those things. That oppose the word. I have to constantly. Get this into my spirit. Or by it will break up. That hard head. And most often times. People have a tendency to want to do things their way. There's a way that seems right to man. There's a way that seems right. But the end thereof is there. It seems right. That's why, man, in this kingdom, let me tell you, you want me to tell you how to make it easy for you? Man, just rely on God. Just just allow Holy Spirit to be the direct. They're going nugget. Which brings me to my subtopic today. Write this down. Uh Giving at God's direction. Giving at God's direction. If you want to know the secret to this thing, how do I I prosper financially? You give at God's direction. What do you mean? You allow Holy Spirit to instruct you how to do it. Why why, why would you say that? Because the scripture says lean not to your own. And so we're going to break that down a little bit more today too. So we want to give it God's direction. Why? Because there are people saying, "Man, I give, past I give, man, but it ain't working." You know why? Because here's the thing: if God says this will happen if you do this, then that has to happen. And if it's not happening, it's not God. I need to traverse my track, my 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 um my track record. I need to go back and and look at what I've been doing or not been doing. And two, just because you hear God doesn't mean that you heed to his voice. So we want to get, we, we don't just want to hear, we want to heed. There's a big difference in hearing and heeding. We hear. How do you, because the Lord told me, and I, 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 something told me. And let me tell you this. The scripture says that my sheep know my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. When you know the voice of God, you would never refer to him as something said. Those are people who really don't know the voice of God and don't spend time with him. Because when you know his voice, just just like your mother's voice or your father's voice, you, you don't say something. To, I just had a phone call with something. No, I know my father's voice. I know my mother's voice. Why? Because there is a relationship there. Now, just say if your mother or father is estranged and they call you out of the blue 30 years later, yeah, I don't know who that was. And it's the same with a lot of Christians. They don't know the voice. Or they don't well, they hear the voice, but they you know it's something. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? So uh the, the, the best way to 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 deal with this rigid mindset, I have to get in this every day. Amen. God is good. Now, so we're talking about breaking. Barriers, tearing down strongholds, ideologies, barricaded beliefs, thinking that would have struck one from honoring God in the area of giving. So we've been talking about uh, breaking down those mindsets that will stop you from giving to God. Talking about the Christian now, the theocentric person, the the person who is God-centered, the person who understands everything comes from God. Everything comes from God, through God. And y'all don't remember? That's why it's good to take notes. Everything flows from him to him. I showed you in Colossians that everything was made for him. Are you with me? Uh, Here's here's what we want to get to. You want to get to the point where you really, and this is how you live a straight life. You allow Holy Spirit. Again, we're talking about people who are part of the citizen, who understand they're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We're not conformed to this world. So if I allow Holy Spirit to guide my steps, man, you would live like you never could even imagine. But you have to do it consistently. This is not something you do every now and again. That's why dying to the flesh is so vitally important. Mm, This is good. Let Let me tell you something. Satan does not want you to know the truth concerning giving. No, he doesn't. Because Satan knows that if you get the truth, then you can make a liar out of him. But as long as you can stay broke as a Christian, as long as you can still struggle as a Christian, as long as you live from paycheck to paycheck as a Christian, as long as you are always in hell, always going through as a Christian to the devil or to everybody else, it makes it look like this God that you serve really doesn't care much about you. But what we're not telling people is I'm not even heeding to his voice. And let me tell you why Satan don't want you to have the revelation of giving. Because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to steal, kill, and l- let's, steal, l- let's just stick with that word steal. Will a man rob God? So so, so Satan, it, 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 he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So everything that he's trying to do to you, it has nothing to do with your benefit. It's always about taking. But I've come, Jesus said, that you may have life and have it until it overflows. But you got to do what I say. With 80%, and I've shared this in weeks past, with 80% of Christians abhorring the message on money, that lets us know that most Christians dishonor and disrespect God. The majority detest even hearing a message like this. How dare he? He, He's still talking about money. They detest it. And by now, those who have been consistently getting this, there should be some deep self-introspection that has taken place over the past few weeks, being that, you know, my view of how I worship God is changing. And those who haven't been good stewards should be at the place now where, you know what, I, I want to start honoring God. And those who have, I want to keep doing it or do it more consistently. But if I'm still at that place where, man, I'm tired of hearing that. No, I'm, and, see, and, and let me tell you something. You can be so deep. In, in, in poverty or in not uh, just the mindset, the mentality that, that that you know, I dare not. I'm not even coming back to call me when pastor teaching on something different. And let me say this. If it took you 15 years to, to get into that foolishness, it, it may take more than three weeks to get out of it. So you have to trust God. Stay the course and just know that he's going to redeem the time and it won't take him 15 years to put me back on top. No, he can do this overnight. But I have to trust the process. And we and and somebody who, who who's done this and has proven that's somebody that that I can listen to. Somebody who who does it and, and and I see the fruit. Am I where? No, man, no. I'm, but I'm a whole lot further where I was. But I do know that giving works. Let let, let me bust. Uh, here, here's another lie that people you know, and it does. Listen, I'm going to just flow the Holy Spirit. Go to Genesis 4. Let's see this wicked spirit of Cain. Listen to this. It does matter how you give. Listen to what I'm saying. It does matter, brother said, how you give. In other words, my attitude does matter when it comes to presenting God something. Before we go here, go to Malachi 1. Let me see verse 6 and 7. You already know the history of this particular uh pericope of scripture, so just I just want to read it just to uh for your hearing. Uh uh, but but let's get out of that. I give what I, you know, I give what I want to give. Here's one people like to use. The Bible said, let every man give as he purposed in his heart. So we people just give God anything but in, in hermeneutics there's what's called the hermeneutic circle being that there are components or things that we have to consider hermeneutically to make sure that this is sound or a complete text or understand the context of the text being that the history or the culture or the language. What was the setting? Who was he talking to? What did it mean then? How is it applied to us now? And and those things help me gain clarity on understanding what I'm reading. And, And a good thing about understanding what you read, if you don't understand it, another principle is put it in reverse. So I may have to go to the previous chapter or a couple chapters before that chapter in order to get an understanding of the text. If I just abstract. One verse out of it. Now, I'm in eisegesis. I'm misappropriating the text or the scripture. I'm not handling the scripture well. As a matter of fact, in Bible days, you couldn't even touch this if you wasn't learned in the scriptures. Because anytime you went into the synagogue, they would they, they they would ridicule you to make sure that you didn't understand what you're talking about. That's they was. That's why they always tried to throw loopholes at Jesus, but you couldn't poke holes in the truth. That's why when I get before you, I I've done did all the research. You might not like it, but nonetheless, it's still the truth. You can't poke holes in this. Now I'm gonna exegete it left, front, back, right, top, bottom. Because I, I'm already looking at the naysayers that they're going to say this and they're going to say that. But, but we have to get out of that and give a amen purpose in his heart. Now, that's in chapter 9 of Second Corinthians, around verse 7, right? Now, in chapter 8, Paul was encouraging those at Corinth to help those that were struggling in Jerusalem. He said, now the churches of Macedonia done made good. Even though they were broke, they made good. Talking about Philippi, Thessalonica, excuse me, and Berea. He said, now, even though these churches didn't have much, they still gave. And now, now, then he said, matter of fact, some begged for the favor to give. And he said, and what happened there were those in Corinth that said, yeah, no, I'm going to give. Now, Paul, we gonna sow. You know, I, the, you know, the church may have something. I, I pledge a thousand dollars. I'm gonna give fifty or whatever it may be. So, they said that they were going to give. Right, the church is at Corinth. So, when you get to chapter number nine, Paul is reminding them that what you promised a year ago. To save me embarrassment, to save y'all embarrassment, you need to make good on this. So, so he said, that which you purposed a year ago, give that. Without being uh I, give that, uh, don't give that out of necessity or grudgingly. For God loves a cheerful giver. So what you promised a year ago, give it and be happy about giving it. So he, he he's not just saying, per- what the, the, whatever, I just give what I want. No, I hear God. i, t- I, t- I tell you something. D- go, go, uh, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Start at verse 1. Let me show you something. But, but see, I'm, I'm trying to show you something because as long as, as, long as you just keep giving, it, and let me tell you something. It doesn't take faith to give what you want to give. It doesn't take faith to do that. But when I weigh it before God, and he pitched more than what my little stingy self wanted to give, and, and say, "Well, so that see now that takes faith." Yeah. But but I, here's here's another example. Let me help you. I've been doing this for 16 years. So 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 let me help somebody. If, just say people tithe. You know what the tithe is. But but if my if my offering is always a, a less than or the same amount, you ain't hearing God. Let, let me say, just say if my tithes is five dollars and my offering five dollars every week offering $5 every week, offering 5 You ain't hearing God. You on autopilot because when you hear God, it's going to fluctuate because he may tell me something different this week, next week. If, if, let, let me say this. If I'm giving the same thing, I'm not even considering God. Just say I went the last six months. This is an example. Giving the same thing. I, I, let me tell you something. As your prophet, I'm telling you, you are not hearing God. I receive. Bless you, young man. Are you here? So, so watch this. Moreover, let's read this out loud. Brethren, come on. We make known to you by the grace of God be on the church of Macedonia, that in a great child of affliction, the abundance of their joy. See, that, that's why, let me tell you something. Here, these people weren't the, 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 the wealthiest, but their attitude toward God. Bless them. Now, these same folk they got more and then some because in chapter 9, the scripture says, now, when you give, God's going to multiply your seed sown and make sure that you always have for every charitable work. So, so in 8, they might have been poor, but in 9, they were got retribution. Ah, uh, They were broke a year ago. But, honey, because my attitude was right, next year, I'm walking on top. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.